He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. It's a good day to sing in the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Good morning, yes, good friend. Good day, good day Grand Valley. How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? Welcome to Tuesday, 710 in the morning here. We are the Watchdog Morning Show, kicking off a three-hour swing and soiree of news, information, conversation, controversy, and uh, hopefully a little bit of fun mixed along the way. We are here, Bob Slider and I, to share our thoughts with you and to hopefully motivate your thoughts for us. If you'd care to join us, you can do it very simply. You can use the Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline at 304-232-8255. Pick up the phone, call us, we'll talk to you. 304-214-1600 is the text line, and that's the way you can text in and uh, share your thoughts with us via the text line. Frio Stack Auction Service Lines are always open all day long, use them as you choose. I got to be brutally honest. I'm tired this morning, pal. How about you? I uh, I, I got too much sleep, Howard. It's one of those evenings, <laughs> uh, afternoon nap, uh, early to bed, and still feel like I didn't get enough rest. I don't know what happened to me last night. I could not get to sleep. I went to sleep at the usual time. Um, I took my pill. I don't know. I didn't get to sleep till 4 o'clock in the morning, and if you stop to think about that, considering I get up at 5 to be here at uh, 6 east or so, uh, it was, uh, man, I was tired. I, but, I'm, but I'm feeling better now. The morning has uh, the morning has picked me up already, and I'm. You I'm, appear I'm, to have energy, Howard. I wish I had a little bit of your energy. Uh, again, I, I got up early. Uh, just I'm not feeling it this morning. But maybe it's early yet. It's it, uh, seven eleven. It'll be there. It'll be there. We got things to do this morning. They'll get us, uh, get you geared up and ready to go. Sixty one degrees, Wheeling Ohio County Airport. Sixty three at the Highlands. Sixty two in my backyard in Elm Grove, and sixty two degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Partly sunny, a high around 80 today. Tomorrow, pretty much the same. Sunny, clear, cooler, mid-70s, maybe 74 or so tomorrow. Stick in the mid-70s on Thursday with sunshine and clear skies and back up to around 80 on Friday. Really not a bad week all week. And even looking into Labor Day, uh, Monday of next week, it will be sunny. Uh, we'll start to push close to 90, 87. So we're 74 on Thursday and Friday. 80s over the weekend and then close to 90 by Monday. Yeah, uh, you better hold on to it this week, Howard. I don't care what anybody says. After Labor Day, summer is over. It's yeah. history. It's gone. I refuse. You know me. I refuse to give it up. I will hold on to it like a like a like a sinking sailor in the ocean. I'll be holding on to the tail cuff of the summer, going, "No, you're not done yet. You're not done yet." And it's not done yet. We'll have a little bit more uh, fun summertime. At least I I hope so. Um, I just heard on the ABC newscast this: the national price of gas is three dollars and eighty-two cents a gallon, so it's pushing close to four dollars. I haven't seen anything that high around here, but have you been paying attention to the price of gas? I have been paying attention because I <laughs> thought it was going to do the uh, the other thing. I it was at three seventy-nine, I believe. Now, do I pay attention like our friend Steve from Saint C? I don't pay that close attention, <laughs> but I did, and it was at like three seventy-nine, and I thought, you know what, we're going to hit. Uh, yeah, that's, for, for the holiday weekend, we're going to hit four bucks. That's you usually watch. where it hits the holidays. Yep. And then to me, Howard, unless I'm missing something, and I haven't even been to one of the spots where they're notorious for being the the lowest, 
I think it's down around 349. So I, what my brain is telling me, we, we had a drop of almost 30 cents around here. Well, I'm looking at the uh, Gas Buddies list of the top 10 lowest gas stations in the Wheeling area. Uh, always, where's number one the lowest all the time? In West Virginia or Ohio? It is in West Virginia. We always get this text. Walmart down in Moundsville. 329. 329 at Walmart. It's right there by, what's that? Uh, what's that? Uh, uh, that's road, Walmart, uh, Walmart, Walmart, Drive. Walmart Drive. That's Walmart it. Walmart Drive. Where the Pine Room Boys will be, will be this Friday, <laughs> on right. Friday at the Gumby's location on, where will that be, Bob? Walmart Drive That's at it. Gumby's <laughs> right beside. Well, you can see Walmart from there. You can see Walmart from there. 329 at uh, Walmart in uh, in Moundsville, according to the Gas Buddy report. Uh, the Rich Gas Station over in uh, Bel Air, which is also usually one of the cheapest ones, 336. Kroger is at 336. I'm sharing it with you from Gas Buddy. Smith Oil in Moundsville, usually a fairly low one, 336. Circle K, Glendale, 337. Uh, Pilot in um, Belmont, 339. 339 at an Arco station in St. Clairsville, 339 at St. C's Exxon station, 343 Sunoco. So uh, the top 10 here in the local area are in the three mid-30s uh, range. And you said you saw 349, right? Yeah, I believe that's what I saw over the weekend. Yeah, and, and I said to myself, "Man, it went the other way." You know, kind of, kind of surprised. It seems like we're getting used to that. At least I think I am. Right around the three thirty-five, three fifty. You, you know, you can still get. You put twenty in your gas tank, and you can see it. You know, now when you get closer to four is when I I think, wow, I just put twenty in there and. Uh, barely over a quarter you, you know what i mean i do know yeah, right now it's 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 okay would i like to see the under three again that'd be great i don't know we'll see it someday i guess you, you know well we're seeing 299 the sheet stations around the area for one more day what is today today's the 29th today is the 29th so today and tomorrow 299 for gas at sheets that's one of their little promotions they do this every once in a while so yeah, that's. I'm sure that's the cheapest around. If you can find ch- cheaper than two ninety nine, somebody text me or call me. I would be curious. Um, but it looks like we're roaming around three forty ish, three thirty nine, three forty, somewhere in that in that range. According to the top ten from Gas Buddy, um, I'm with you. When we hit the when we start hitting the four dollar mark, we're getting close to it again. National average according to ABC, three eighty two. That's when I start to get eesh, a little bit, you know, eeshy. Probably been, I don't know, Howard, maybe 10 years ago, but it seemed like the norm was a gallon of gas was $2, a bottle of beer was $2, and a hamburger, cheeseburger, was 2 bucks. <laughs> now, those days are probably gone. Now, I don't think we'll ever see a $2 cheeseburger again or a $2 bottle of beer, but the gas might. I mean, we've seen it before where you say, how in the hell did that happen, where it just drops, you know, where the Saudis get, you know, they get pissy about something or, or, or the, the natural gas, you know, something happens. Well, we've had two hurricanes. Uh, a tropical storm, uh, not to mention tornadoes and other things, but but uh, uh, hurricanes, tropical storms. Pretty soon we'll start to hear the price of gas is going up because of weather-related problems. Speculation, Howard. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll you know we'll have to wait and see. Anyways, I thought it was interesting when when they said uh, when she said uh, three eighty-two on ABC. I thought that that sounds high to me. So I did a quick check here, and you've done your own check outside. I, honestly, though, like you, I've kind of given up paying attention to the price of gas because around here. It seems like it goes up, it goes down. I've told, talked about this before, with really no rhyme or reason. It just one day it's three twenty-two, next day the same station is three forty-seven. It's like, I, I, what happened? And you know, I've, I've given up uh, trying to figure it out. Seven seventeen here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Hey, it looks like um, 
Donnie Gilbert put together one heck of a festival down at St. Jude Park. Way to go, Don. He posted a bunch of pictures. This was the big, I call it the Frank Fest. Uh, It was a festival to raise some money for Frank Gilbert, Donnie Gilbert's brother, who's had a serious fall and is seriously, still in serious condition, recovering right now in the hospital. Um, But Donnie posted a bunch of pictures. Man, it looked like Ogilvy Fest. I mean, uh, St. Jude Park looked like it was packed. Uh, it looked like hundreds of people there. The parking lot was was absolutely completely filled. Looks like Frank or uh, Donnie pulled off a, one heck of a good uh, promotion. Yeah, way to go, and uh, congratulations to everybody down there because it's uh, definitely going to a good cause. Uh, the weather cooperated with them, <clears throat> Howard, and uh, – just going to a good cause, and uh, I don't know. You think they'll they'll come out with a total? Probably not. I mean, the benefits they never go down to to say exactly what they they. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You know I, but I, it was I, a it was a success, and was, the, the yeah. money will go to help Frank out. So it was great. Well, if nothing else, I mean, it was a huge success in terms of attendance. If the if the pictures that Donnie was posting on his Facebook page yesterday were were correct, and I'm sure they were, um, just hundreds and hundreds. I'm telling you, it looked like. One of the big festivals. It looked like one of the big festivals. So good good for Donnie and good for Frank. And, again, we continue to wish him well in his his recuperation. 718 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, one more quick thing before I get to the big thing I want to talk about. Yesterday, <clears throat> you and I started a conversation, which I hope we will keep going on and off over the next few weeks, months, what have you. What do we want Wheeling to be like when... The streetscape is done. We've been spending the last multiple number of years talking about the streetscape. It is now underway. It's still going to be probably close to two years before it's done. Those orange barrels, however, will eventually go away. There will be a brand new landscape outside here in downtown Wheeling uh, for the city, friendly city to have. What do we want the city, I call it the canvas is going to be new. What do we want to paint on it? And we've talked about a couple things yesterday. And we'll talk more about your idea and my idea and, and hopefully our listeners' ideas as well. For, uh, Thursday, I've invited Frank O'Brien to come in. Frank from the Convention and Visitors Bureau. Frank's going to be here in studio with us. Um, and I want to see what his thoughts are because Frank is a guy who not only thinks about this stuff but is actively involved in this kind of stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. And one of the things uh, that is going to be different about Wheeling after the streetscape and well before that, actually, is the demolition of the removal of the Wheeling Inn, the downtowner, uh, right there off the suspension bridge. What I found interesting uh, yesterday, this was on Facebook, it was on yesterday, not today, but yesterday, August 29th, 1962, construction began on the downtowner motor inn in Wheeling, that uh, building that now has uh, been purchased by the CVB and will be torn down. Uh, you want to take a guess at what it cost? 1962, pretty big building, unique design. Want to take a wild guess? Three hundred thousand dollars. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in 1962. In 1962. A lot of money. The owner was the Motor Inn Incorporated. I, the story I have here doesn't tell me really who's involved in this stuff. Uh, one man involved was James M. Hawley. He was for whom the Hawley Building was named, and uh, a big. Uh, rich guy in town, big businessman in town at that time, developed in partnership with the Downtowner Corporation of Memphis. Hmm. The architect, in case, in case you're curious, George A. Tomasson, general contractor, Sexton and Dills of Salem, Virginia. At the time, five-story, 78-unit facility with a restaurant, a pool, and parking lot. Started on August 29th, yesterday, 1962, was expected to be completed in 10 months. I don't know if it was or not, but uh, 
I would have I would have guessed it had been around longer than that. I just I mean I re- always remember it being there. The Stow, uh, you know, told me that it was probably late. It's late a 60s 50s, style. Early, it's 60 yeah, style. Yeah, that, yeah, it is that 60s style. Howard, right. uh, in your research, or did you see a picture of what was there on that side of the bridge that they did had to not. tear down That's before that? That's a great that? question. I did not. This came out of the art. Well, there's a guy who posts a today in Wheeling every day on memories of Wheeling. And I think he gets it from the archives. There's an archiving Wheeling website. I did not go to that. Didn't go to the original website to see because I don't I can't remember what was there I to me the downtown has always been there now in 1962 I've been 10 years old well nine to be precise but I would I don't remember what was there prior to that so if anybody does just text me because I'm curious what what was there before the downtowner was there? Um, I would think even back in the days of maybe Wheeling, Virginia, whatever, that, that was prime real estate right beside the, suspens- the suspension bridge that's been there for what? For a long, long time. Again, whatever that lot was, you would think it was something important or something valuable. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, it, you know, in those, well, I say in those days, in today as well. But in the earlier days of the city of Wheeling, it was the river that was the driving energy of everything here in town so thought that was kind of interesting so i thought i would uh, would share it with you this morning so it's six in 1962 this week the downtowner went up and on thursday we'll find out in what week in 19 in 2023 the downtowner is going to go down we'll talk to frank o'brien about that coming up now i have a question for you which i shall pose to you in a moment uh, comes to me from the Associated Press, a fascinating survey of Americans about the upcoming presidential election. Uh, and I will ask the question, and you stick by. I want to hear from Bob. I want to hear from you guys. It's coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 723. Hi, Dave Wilson filling in for Hoppy Kirchival on Metro News Talk Line. On Monday's show, talk to WV student Matthew Kolb, who says he's going to be directly impacted by the proposed program cuts. I was actually looking to um, go to graduate school for math year, but that is one of the programs that's up to be cut. So that would affect my decision on where to go to school. Now, the PhD math program here is the only one in the state. Catch us each weekday at 10.06 Metro News Talk Line on these Metro News radio stations. Oh, there's something so real about living local. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. 
Lazy summer days are turning to time in the classroom. Meeting old friends and Friday night football. It's back to school. And we're there with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. And I'm wondering what it is I should do. It's so hard to keep the smile from my face. You know, this is almost appropriate for what I want to talk about here this morning. Uh, yesterday, uh, there was there were a couple of really big movements in the Donald Trump indictment uh, stories stories uh, in a couple of different cases. A uh, big one. There's a trial date set now for his D.C. trial, March 20th of 24th of this coming year, which is a lot better than what the uh, Trump team had asked for. They'd asked for March 20. Uh, they'd asked for 2026. So it's two years earlier than they had asked for. We're going to get into that with Tom Scateri coming up later on and Matt Robeson a bit later on, and I are going to talk about some of this stuff as well. But one thing that Trump always says is that, well, every time I get indicted, my polling numbers go up. And uh, it is certainly true his first indictment, his polling numbers went up significantly after he was indicted. But a new ABC News Ipsos poll says that that's not the case anymore. He's not gotten the post-indictment bounce that he claims he's getting. Anytime they file an indictment, we go up in the polls, Trump said uh, in a Republican Party dinner in Montgomery, Alabama. But the ABC News Ipsos survey suggests that while Republicans are still in support of Donald Trump, and he is still the front runner, he faces issues particularly outside the party and outside of his own cult following. Um, so it, it's the, the, the argument that every time he is indicted, he, his poll numbers go up, that's not true. Now, I will say he's selling a lot of pictures of his mugshot. I want to say $7 million since that mugshot was taken. I, want to, I saw that someplace. That's one of the polls I just want to share with you. Trump's, Trump's polling numbers are not going up because of his indictments after the first indictment. But they're up. No, I'm not arguing that. But here's, a, I thought, a really interesting piece. The uh, Associated Press did a, not really a poll, it's a survey, Bob. They went out and they asked people, it's an open-ended question. What do you think of when I say Joe Biden? Or what do you think of when I say Donald Trump? Let me ask you. I say Joe Biden. What comes to mind? Old. All right. You hit the number one answer for but, everybody. But I don't say that in, in, in too discouraging <clears throat> of a remark. Look, you're old. You've done enough. Uh, it appears your family could use you back home. Go back to Delaware. Delaware. <clears throat> old, and, old and confused are the two two biggest um, words or res- responses when asked about Joe Biden. What do you think of when you hear Donald Trump? First word comes to mind is evil. Uh, you did some good things, but the power went to your head. You turned into a tyrant. Well, you are right in line with where the survey went. Most people said corrupt and crooked, uh, along with bad. <laughs> it's just bad. Uh, liar, dishonest. Those were key words that were offered. Eight percent said good or things that are sounding like good. Now, what is the point of all this? The point is what something I've made over and over again, Bob, and I think you've concurred with me on. The, the American public, and by the way, this kind of cross-party lines. Yes, more Republicans think positive of Trump than Democrats, and yes, more Democrats, or less, more Democrats think better of Biden than Republicans do. But this feeling that, that Biden is too old and this feeling that Trump is a crook is across the board. It's Democrats and Republicans across the board. And it says to me what I've said over and over again, 
We have got a miserable selection to make in 2024. Biden and Trump. And in this AP story that I'm reading, the partisans say what they would say, what I have said. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden because I can't vote for Donald Trump, can't conceive of that. And that's what many of the Democrats in this poll are saying. I'll vote for Biden, but I still think he's old, he's confused. I don't know that he's the, you know, the best we have. And the Republicans say the same thing about Trump. I'll vote for him. But you take away his cult following, and they're going, but, you know, geez, I don't know. I wish we had someone else's time for him to move on. Um, but I, I, my problem is I don't see... I'm not even sure that the indictments are going to make a difference. I don't see any way we get out of Biden and Trump being against each other in 2024. Yeah, mark that down, Howard, because you and I are complete opposites on this. Uh, I think I don't think either one of them will be get the nomination. Either one of them. It'll be two people that we haven't even discussed yet. What do you think is going to happen? How's that going to happen? I think Trump is in so much trouble that he's going to be eliminated, and that will eliminate Joe Biden. They're going to say, look, he's our ace in the hole because we think – he can beat uh, a, a Trump again. That's that's the most use we can get out of him. It's going to be a trickle down effect. Once Trump is eliminated, then Biden's gone. Two new people, Howard. So Mark you think, it down. You, you think Trump goes out? And Bob Nay was saying not his reasoning wasn't the same, but his conclusion was the same this week. Former Congressman Bob Nay said he does not believe Trump will be the nominee. So uh, likely, it's simply because of the indictments. Either he will. Our law system is be convicted. It's, it's got cracks, but it is still strong. It is very, very strong. In the in the history of our country, no one person has beat the law. Now you get a good lawyer and you get some things on your well, side. Be, I mean, you the, might get a verdict, yeah. but you're not going to overall beat the law when they're coming at you with all these indictments. There's no way he survives. The we know though that, and I, I don't disagree with you on that. I do not. Um, Trump says, and he can, even if he's convicted, he's he's still going to run. If he wins, he'll run the presidency from his jail cell. America will wake up. I, well, will wake up. I, I hope so, and I think and I think that's possibility. I still think I still think the ultimate outcome for Trump and Matt Robus and I are going to talk about this Fourteenth Amendment claim that uh, does the Fourteenth Amendment automatically disbar him. Uh, you know, can he not be president anymore based on the 14th Amendment? It's a little complicated, but Matt and I are going to talk about that today in the 9 o'clock hour, so stick around for that if you would like to. But um, uh, so it's possible that Trump will. I keep thinking he says no, no plea deal. I keep thinking the day will come when Donald Trump looks at orange jumpsuits and looks at handcuffs and looks at a jail cell, and yes, he will be in a better cell than you or I would be, and yes, he'll have Secret Service protection, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I think the day will come when he says, no, I, no, I can't. Uh, I will agree to step aside and not run for anything, and that will be my plea bargain. He says no, but I think that's possible. Then the next step is one I'm not totally sure I agree with you on. So I, I think it's very possible that Trump will not be the nominee. I, I just don't know the Democrats have – I don't know any bench out there that they want to put forward. I mean, who's the other only other Democrat candidate right now? Howard, remember the last time, the, the, back when they all got together for the presidential debate on the Democratic side, they attacked Joe Biden. They all did. Everyone on that stage attacked him. They told him he was worthless. He didn't deserve to be president. Well, next thing you know, he gets a nomination, then he's elected. 
I think this time they're going to come even worse. Again, if, if especially if Trump is out of the way. They're going to attack him like never before, Howard. He'll be lucky to to crawl off the who stage. Is, who is that? Who will do that? I mean, that's I, I, I'm not again. I'm not totally disagreeing with your theory. Sometimes these things go right to the convention, Howard. You know, backdoor meetings. Maybe it's not even there so yet, think, but they're you planning. Think, you they're think planning convention it. time. A cabal of some kind. I don't mean that in in negative way, but a group of people will come together and say, "We got to put somebody else up. We'll put up." I'm just making, just picking up names. We'll put up uh, 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 Cory Booker and Kamala Harris as a candidate, as a team, and they will run in, against Biden. Yes, I, I think that could happen. Uh, again, the timing is everything. What convention is first? Uh, you know, I think that has a yeah. lot to do with it. But if everything is lined up right, and again, the key card here is if Trump is eliminated, then it's wide open, wide open. I do agree with you. I think, that, and the same reason I look when I say I don't like, I despise Trump. Biden is by no means my best choice for the presidency, but I can't have Trump, and I think Biden's the best shot to beat Trump. So that's that's where we're at. If Trump's out of the picture, maybe uh, maybe something else uh, comes by. Twenty four percent of Americans in this poll say they want to see Biden run again. Only twenty four percent of Americans, and only thirty percent say they want to see Trump run again. I mean, think about what think about that. A third of Americans don't want the Republican nominee to be the Republican nominee, and a quarter of Americans don't want the Democratic nominee to be the Democratic nominee, and yet they are going to be, maybe, they're going to be the nominees. I mean, to some extent, this goes to what a screwed-up system we have. You know, part of it is the um, whose turn is it. We've had that for decades. You know, Whose turn is it to run? Well, I guess it's Biden's turn. He was vice president. Now it's his turn to run for president. Um, 62% of Americans have an unfavorable opinion, unfavorable opinion of Trump. 52% the same thing about uh, Biden. And those who say they're voting for Biden basically are saying, I'm going to hold my nose and do it. And again, people, it's just it's history repeating itself. You know, everybody got caught up in the in the Hamilton and Aaron Burr. If you pay more attention there, what what actually happened? What actually happened? It was deadlocked. Aaron Burr came this close. Maybe some say he should have been president and not Th Thomas Jefferson. And then Burr got in his problems. That whole thing was done to eliminate him. If only he had had uh, Trump's advisors, they could have tried to challenge the election. Well, I think there was that too, but but the the people were afraid. the 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 big time politicians, Thomas Jefferson at the top of the heap, was afraid of Aaron Burr, what he could do to the country, what he could do to the whole system. That's why he was tried for treason, and that's why it was made perfectly clear that he could never hold office again. If you do your research, you will see that. That's what they wanted. They wanted Burr eliminated. Same thing today in 2023. The majority of the people of this country, they, want this, they just want Trump to go away. I, I, you're right. Uh, and there's one other factor that I want to touch on gingerly. They're both old. I'm not talking about old, confused, demented. I'm talking about things can happen to old people between now and Election Day. You understand what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're Don't saying. Don't say Howard. those words out loud, but, I mean, that's that's a reality, too. These They're both old. I know everybody looks at, at, at uh, Biden, and he is older than Trump, but they're both old. 
I mean, they're both old guys. And Howard, I hear you. I have my headphones on. I'm watching you. I'm hearing you. But you know who I hear louder than you? I hear my grandmother telling me, you never count your chickens before they hatch. I bet she told me that a hundred times growing up because I would always get ahead of the game. I would always tell her what was going to happen before, and she would look at me, and she'd say, you never count your chickens before they hatch. And that's what we're doing here. We're talking about something that's over a year away, and who knows, Howard, because Mother Nature has a funny way of saying, not so fast. Again, a couple of things that we know for sure. They are both old. And old people can come up upon, you know, things in their older life. And Donald Trump is facing 91 criminal charges. Those are facts. It's not like a typical election where we're just talking about, well, will the public see he's a scoundrel or whatever. Trump is facing 91 federal, not they're all federal, but 91 criminal charges. And they're both old people. So... Your grandma may well be right. Text line, Frio Stack, Ox Service text line, 304-214-1600. I'd vote for Bobby Slider before those two jackasses. <laughs> I'll turn it down. Get out of here. <laughs> You'll do the Lyndon Johnson? <laughs> yes. I will not seek, nor will I accept the nomination of any party. <laughs> no way. <laughs> or the old Groucho Marx. I wouldn't be part of any club that would have me as a member, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and the same person said, and the Pine Room boys for his cabinet. So, President Slider in the Pine Room Cabinet. All right, hold on a second. You're old, Howard. That's why. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I'm sensing a new TV show. I think we ought to get get together and work on this. President Slider in the Pine Room Boys Cabinet. Can't can't you see that? A new Netflix special or a new uh, Max show or something? President Slider and the Pine Room Boys Cabinet. I like that idea, and you didn't copyright it. Whoever texted it to me, I'm taking it. 7.38.22 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. What words, seriously, I'd like to hear from you guys. What words come to mind when you hear Biden and Trump? And again, what is interesting to me is this poll is across the board. Democrats and Republicans alike are saying bad things about their own guys. I'd like to know what you think. 304-214-1600. We'll check the weather for you with uh, Adam Fike. That's not far away. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 29th. The man who pled guilty to felony animal cruelty was sentenced yesterday in Belmont County Court. Joseph Lee was discovered beating his husky pup in a St. Clairsville motel room. Judge John Vavre noted that Lee has a recent criminal history of domestic violence, brandishing a deadly weapon, and driving impaired. He sentenced Lee to six months in the county jail, six months in East Ohio Correction Center, and two years of court supervision. He cannot own or be around companion animals. His lawyer says Lee suffered from PTSD from six years in the Army National Guard as well as alcoholism. And officials are still looking for a missing teen this morning who could be in the Wheeling area. The Kanawha County Sheriff's Office is looking for 15-year-old female Rowan Wheeler. She's been missing since Saturday morning. Officials say she left with her boyfriend, Noah McCardle, to go to a nearby convenience store but never returned. She was last seen wearing a black shirt and white stripe brown crop top style shirt, black Nikes, and carrying a backpack. She has red hair and green eyes and is 5'9 and 180 pounds. At this time, Rowan is not believed to be in any danger. If you have any information on her whereabouts, you're urged to contact the sheriff's office at 304-357-0558. 
And one community is stepping up to provide help and resources to Payton City. The city of Sistersville is doing its part to help their neighbors in Payton City that are dealing with an ongoing crisis. Payton City is still under a do not use order for the town's water supply, so Sistersville decided to provide them with some resources. They opened their pool house and camping grounds for residents of Payton City. The pool house has functioning showers for residents to use, and they are also welcome to use the campgrounds to access the water pumps. The mayor of Sistersville explained why they decided to help. The full details can be found at WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. The Highland Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Seven forty-three, seventeen, two. The hour. Watchdog Morning Show for a Tuesday. The Associated Press uh, asked an open-ended question of people across the country, and it's been interesting to talk about this. Uh, they ask, "What do you think of? What one-word response do you think of when you hear Biden or Trump?" One-word response: uh, President Biden, the largest share, too old. President Trump, the largest share, too crooked. Uh, and that's Democrats and Republicans alike. One of our texters said, um, let's see, when I hear of uh, Biden, 
it's coma near death, <laughs> okay, and Trump a thief. So, again, it's just – and eight percent, eight percent of the people say they said good things about him. So it's and the thing about Trump, Howard, with me, he never reels it in. He never says, "Oh, you know what? You might be right." I went to. He never says no, that. No, never. He never. He, does he just that. says, "No, you're wrong." Even no. when all the facts are stacked against him, he never says that. He never well, it's it's the mark of a traditional bully, though, Bob. You know that as well as I do. It's, it's a, worse than a bully. The traditional bully never gives in and just just battles back and and and, and comes back harsher. Let's ask Adam Fike. No, I won't ask you politics, Adam. Let me ask you, what one word would you use to describe today's weather? Well, today's weather, unlike our politics, is great. (laughs) It does look that way. Looking at your seven-day forecast, it looks like it is going to be a pretty good day today. And indeed, it looks like a pretty good week all the way around, right? I mean, especially tomorrow, Thursday. I mean, even today, few clouds. Beautiful start to the morning. I mean, yes, it's going to get hot, but you know what, Howard? I'm going to focus on today through Friday where we're going to be mainly in the 70s and see increasing sunshine. I like the sound of that. It's 70s, perfect. You know my perfect, my ideal temperature is 72. I think we might be a little above that. But still, mid-70s, perfect temperature as far as I'm concerned. And we should be mostly sunny, or at least a mixture of sun and clouds throughout the work week at least, right? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. My perfect range is very close to yours, Howard. It temperatures overnight upper 40s and low 50s with highs somewhere between 65 and 75. So both of us kind of have a range met, especially through at least Thursday afternoon. Give me if I were if I were to draw the perfect day weather wise, it would be mainly blue skies, maybe a few clouds in there. That's okay. An occasional breeze, 72 degrees. Uh, Sun warm enough to make you feel warm when it hits you, but not so hot that it feels like you're burning. That's, to me, that is, uh, you know, that's the heavenly weather day as far as I'm concerned. Oh, Howard, I have to agree with you there. It would be morning, completely clear for the morning. Temperatures upper 40s, low 50s. We warm up to just about 70 in the afternoon. Just a few of those fluffy fair weather cumulus clouds with storms overnight just so you fall asleep to rain and storms. By the time you wake up, it's out of the area. <laughs> I was just going to add, and you did that, that I actually like, I like the rain as well. So every once in a while, a nice little, not a, not a horrific, damaging, no. tornadic-type storm, but a nice, good, good, hard rain, or even a thunderstorm where the lights and flashes stay in the sky and don't come down and hit the tree in my house or something. You know, every once in a while, I love that too. I don't see any or much rain in the forecast at all this week, though, right? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I don't even want to say it's a chance. It's, I mean, yes, there is a very, very slight chance, like 10% if even, for showers south of I-70, so mainly wet from Tyler this afternoon, evening. So 90 to 99% of us remain dry throughout the day and really the next six to seven plus days on top of that. So the work week is going to be really pleasant, clear skies, maybe some sun clouds mixed, but basically pleasant temperatures, uh, mid-70-ish. Now, the weekend, we begin to uh, warm up again, right? Yeah, so the weekend, we begin to warm up, but we're also going to see the return of humidity. So that's a good thing. We have a cold front that moves through late tonight, early tomorrow. So Wednesday, Thursday, not only are we going to be in the mid to low 70s, but we're going to see dew points in the 40s. So it's going to feel cool, refreshing especially evening overnight into the morning. Then by Friday into Saturday, we unfortunately see the return of sticky conditions. So for the 
Race boat for God is Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be sunny, sticky, warm, but not too hot at least. And we're looking pretty far out, but it is in your seven-day now. What's Labor Day going to look like? It's going to be a hot one, right? Oh, boy, not looking fantastic. Um, it, it's at least going to look nice. Maybe just a few passing clouds, dew points, upper 60s. So it's going to feel sticky. It's going to be hot. Most of us in the upper 80s, but don't be surprised for a couple of spots that hit the 90s as well. All right. So really, uh, all in all, not a bad week. Uh, the forecast, reasonably acceptable. Hot weekend, but other than that, um, it's going to be nice. Sunshine pretty much all the time. All the time. And temperatures, uh, at least during the work week, fairly pleasant, uh, warmer on the weekend. Let me talk about bad weather for a second, Adam. Let's look down south. How's the hurricane? Is it, a, is it officially a hurricane down there yet on the uh, Gulf Coast? Not a hurricane just yet, still a tropical storm, but it's because it's moved into an environment where there's a lot of shear, so it can't really strengthen just yet. But throughout the day today, it's going to strengthen into that hurricane, probably here moment. I don't want to say momentarily, but sometime late this morning through before dinner time, we'll see get up to a hurricane and then really intensify as it passes up. I would say Fort Myers, Sarasota, and Tampa area before it makes landfall. You know, I have a, a friend of mine who is um, a, an actual friend of mine, also a Facebook friend who lives in Tampa, and she was posting pictures yesterday. Uh, they all were gathered at a bar having a great big pre-hurricane party. They're all just drinking and having a good time. I guess, I guess if you're in that area, you get used to the hurricane coming and kind of time it, and before it comes, you knock down a few stiff ones, I guess. I don't know. Now, you know, that's how my aunt was. My aunt lived in Orlando for the longest time. So they had some hurricanes that went through. They were like, oh, it's coming. Let's board up the windows. Let's have what we need. So they they already had what they needed pre-stocked before other than milk and bread. But it was like right. it got to the point they had so many storms. They're just like, well, we're just going to ride it out. Yeah. And they had fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they lost power. But, you know, I, I have always said, and I want to be careful about this because storms are deadly. I mean, there are usually people who die. There's usually millions, if not more than that, in property damage. So I should be careful. But part of me has always found something romantic about riding out the storm, you know, being there, boarded up, hunkering down, you know. Maybe just watching through the window. I, I don't know. I've always found that to be somewhat romantic, but I probably am romanticizing a dangerous event, so I probably shouldn't do that. I mean, in a sense, not really. I mean, yes, there's going to be lots of damage. It could be life loss, especially with the flooding, but it's like, I like to use the analogy of like storms and light. A lot of people try to fight the storm, but really you just have to ride it out and let it pass. That's a good Because the more you fight it, the worse off it's going to be. My God, you are not only a blanket maker, you're a philosopher. I mean, it has to do with storms, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Tied to storms. <laughs> you're the weather philosopher. That's good. All right, Adam, appreciate it, as always. Uh, a, a great forecast for the week. We can certainly uh, appreciate this one, and we shall. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Talk to you then. Thank you. 61 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 63 at the Highlands, 62 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 62 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care close to home, developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, Featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. 
Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the Mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. Whether you're a homeowner, do-it-yourselfer, or professional contractor, the Flooring Center is your trusted partner. With our expert designers, professional installers, and massive inventory of luxury waterproof flooring, carpet, tile, hardwood, backsplash, cabinets, and countertops, no project is too tough to handle. From the first consultation to the final installation, we're there with you every step of the way. The Flooring Center, centered around you. Wanna know what's up in Wheeling? Tune in Wednesdays at noon for your Wheeling. No two ways about it. With Mayor Glenn Elliott and Vice Mayor Chad Thalman. Live and local, only on The Watchdog. Oh, there's something so real about living local. And I know without a doubt I'm not alone. And I love living local. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. Said I love living local. WTRF is working for me. The Ohio Valley is where I love to be. On FM. On AM. Online. On demand and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. It's six to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, ABC, top of the hour. We'll give us more on Tropical Storm Edalia. It's kind of an unusual name, Tropical Storm Edalia. Uh, probably going to be a hurricane by the time it makes landfall. Uh, a faculty member shot and killed at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill yesterday. Details on that from ABC and all the latest on the Trump stories from yesterday. ABC will have that. Then Tom Scateri and I will delve into that coming up in the next hour. Also got a new app i'm going to suggest you might want to download we'll do that coming up next hour but before we do any of that most importantly it's time for that's a drum roll that was a bad drum roll but slider on sports uh thanks sticks uh today big day howard big day in sports today is the nfl's cut deadline mm. all 32 teams must have their rosters trimmed down to 53 players by 4 o'clock Eastern time. So we'll keep an eye on that. The Pittsburgh Steelers are expected to make a couple of trades. Does that I'm sorry, I don't know. No, does that happen throughout the day? Like, or 4 o'clock, yeah. It, no, it, some it all them, happens at one time. Yeah, some of them maybe even had them first thing this morning. Okay. Some teams, the better teams with the better players, will try to move some players.
instead of just cutting them. So we'll keep an eye on that. The Steelers are, are expected to try to make a couple uh, trades by this afternoon. The Pittsburgh Pirates shut out the Kansas City Royals last night, 5 to nothing. Win? They win? They, they won? did. Oh, Johan Oviedo pitched a complete game shutout, giving up only two hits. Oviedo improved to 8-13. and 13. He struck out five. He walked two. And Key Brian Hayes, remember Key that? Brian Hayes. He, he's still hot. He had four hits, and he's hitting 438. He's 21 for 48 since August 9th. Four doubles, four home runs. He's driven in eight runs. So Key Brian Hayes. Still a one red-hot bucko. Same two teams tonight from Kansas City. First pitch, 8-10 Eastern time. College football this Saturday, WVU at Penn State. The Nittany Lions ranked seventh in the country. Pre-game at 4.30, kickoff at 7.30. We'll have all of that here on the Watchdog Network. Penn State, Howard, is favored by 20 and a half points. Ooh. Yeah, look out. And we'll catch up on all of the lines from college football. We'll catch up on all of the movement in the NFL, along with all the local uh, sports talk with the Pine Room Podcast. That's the Pine Room Boys from 12 to 3 here on the Watchdog Network this afternoon. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.57. And the uh, Pine Room Boys, of course, will be uh, out on what? Where's that location going to be? It's uh, uh, it's on uh, Walmart uh, Walmart Drive. Walmart Howard. Drive down yes. in Moundsville. Gumby's. It'll be the in Gumby's Wal- location in Moundsville on Friday. Every Friday, the Pine Room guys kick off our Friday football uh, day with uh, live broadcast from an area Gumby's. When JM is playing at home, almost always they'll be there. Otherwise, at various locations around the Valley. So check that out as well. And am I, am I I wrong? Isn't this the return this weekend of um, Bear and Bob? Couple? Good old boys on sports uh, from 8 to 9 this Saturday. You are correct, Howard. September 2nd is the return. Good old boys on sports uh, from 8 to 9 here on the Watchdog. Can't wait. So we look forward to, to that coming up as well. We are in full bloom. We've said, we've kind of joked, Bob and I are Sopranos geeks, so we take from the Sopranos. This is our busy season. It certainly is, Howard. But I'm going to tell you, you know, you look at all that we are doing. Uh, we have on the weekends, of course, we start with the Pine Room guys. Then we have the Friday afternoon walkthrough, Matt Jones Friday afternoon walkthrough. Then we have JM's game. We have uh, the Central game. Then we have uh, this kicking off Saturday morning real early, the entire scoreboard from all the games around West Virginia. Then the Ohio Sports Magazine. Then Chris Lawrence goes outdoors. And then it's now back this week, Bear, Bob, a couple of old, good old boys talking sports, followed by the sports huddle. This weekend we've got uh, WVU is now back in action. And we even have, uh, throughout the week, all kinds of special programming. Tonight, I think it's the Browns Coaches Show, right? Had to bring that up. Okay, let me look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some some guy by the name of Steven Stefanski. Is Kevin that, is Stefanski, that yes, yes, right, yes. Way to go, Kevin. High School Sports Line follows Tony Caridi's Sports Line tomorrow. So High School Sports Line every Wednesday night. Uh, and the, all of that is uh, a part of our weekday lineup. Also, Touchdown City will be on Monday, which is the uh, – uh, WVU wrap-up. So, boy, oh, boy. Don't tell me we don't do sports. Don't tell me we, we don't do a lot of sports. Live and local, community involved, it is who we are. And if anybody tries to claim that crown, take it off their head because they don't deserve it. Yeah, ABC covers the world for us. That's coming up next. I've got an interesting app that maybe you and I could download, Bob, although... I'm looking at it now. I don't think we qualify. But I'll get to that. And Tom Scateri joins us to talk about Trump and more. All coming up, our number deuce of the Watchdog Morning Show. KKX Wheeling.